Welcome to the Time for Success podcast, where we dig into really all the areas of uh, what what can we do as business owners to be more successful in life by creating a better business. Because, well, I've got Mike Satterfield here, Satterfield, and uh, Mike. I mean, what? Why do we do business? I guess to make money. To, well, we to make provide money. for your family. Yeah, we, we make that money to to be able to do more things for our family and and be able to have the life that we really want to, you know. And so easy to get lost in it all sometimes. Uh, so hmm. we want to help those business owners uh, who 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 want that. Who we want to remind them of that and help them get there faster. Just accelerate accelerate that progress. So uh, like I said before, I've got uh, Mike Satterfield here with me today, and so we're gonna get into things like uh, Google Ads and uh, SEO and maybe a little bit of pay-per-click stuff and website stuff, so some digital marketing stuff. I think my voice just cracked, but uh, some digital okay. marketing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, <laughs> so Mike, though, before we get into all that other stuff, I, I, I want to ask you a little bit more about what it is that you do for your clients and, and you know, what, what got you into it? Yeah, okay. So um, I would say the first thing that I do for my clients is in improve and increase their digital president presence online so that they get more leads for their business. Um, so that's of course, first and foremost through their website and then also through any marketing services like Google ads or Facebook ads, SEO, Google, my business, video production, those kinds of things to help mm-hmm. to grow their business online. Okay. So, you know, there, there's all sorts of decisions that we can have in life and, and roads that we can take. What what got you into digital marketing and websites and all that stuff in the first place? How'd you how'd you well, land a, there? Yeah, that's a good question. So I actually started off as a pastor in the in church world, and ever since I was a youth pastor in my twenties, I learned. I taught myself how to do design, graphic design, logo design, web design, video production. So even from the nineties, I was building websites and building, uh, you know, des- you know, logos for the youth group and for the church. I even started <laughs> a couple of new churches, and that created a lot of opportunities for me to build this in. And so that, that's, that's what got me started. Everyone kept saying, you, you do such a good job with this. You should do this for a living. I didn't really want to do it for a living, but at the same time, I didn't know what I didn't know. Eventually, I, I was invited to a business networking group where um, someone asked me to build a website for them as a business. So now I'm doing a business website as opposed to church websites. And it kind of was a different world, different ball game. And, you know, and I had to learn about funnels and conversions and you know all of that kind of marketing lingo and I got real excited about it. And so that's, I I decided to start doing it full time. I mean, especially with modern churches and how big they are on all the audiovisual aspects. I mean, it's kind of a a natural lead in to, to being able to do it for businesses. I mean, yeah, so that's fantastic. So uh, I guess you showed up at the networking meeting and and God kind of maybe, you know, gave you a path and showed you the way, huh? I, well, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, that that very day, I, someone, a contractor, actually asked me to build a website for him. He asked me mm-hmm. how much I charged. I didn't even know at the moment how much I would charge for <laughs> such a thing. So I designed a website for that um, contractor, and he's still a client. I'm still doing uh, Google Ads and SEO for them as well. So it's it's been fun. That's great. That was the beginning of the of the journey. That's fantastic. And and you're a family man too, right? Yep, yep. I have a beautiful wife and four children. Wow, four children. That, that's a yeah. lot these days. How do, how do you keep track of it all? <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I say their names wrong all the time. You know, you right. go through all of them <laughs> before you actually get it right. <laughs> Eventually get it right. Yeah. 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 I'll do that, you know, even with, uh, I mean, I do have, you know, a dog and two cats. So sometimes, okay. you know, they get thrown into the mix there when you're listing out the names. So. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Although my kids are begging us for a dog and we, right. my wife and I are resisting, right. resisting big time. Yeah, yeah. They can be great. I mean, there's downsides too, but they can be great. I, I, do, I do love animals. So. Yeah, I would like to get a dog too. I just, um, man, we already have four kids. And so right. having a, another dog is like, we we have enough drama in this house. If you guys can prove that you'll be responsible to take care of the dog, then. Well, yeah, I think that's a. That's a great parenting tip right there. You know, get them to to step up and do other chores first to show that they can take care of the dog. So right. you just get in the habit of them doing those chores. And then, you know, as a reward, maybe you can you can do the dog. That's that's, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's what we've been telling yeah. them. And they keep throwing it back. Well, why don't you get us the dog? And then we'll prove it's like, yeah, yeah, you, it's not yeah, going to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say too, like, shouldn't you get a plant first? 
I mean, you know, you're supposed oh, to yeah. get, get a plant, see if you can keep that alive, you know, and then because <laughs> if you forget to feed the dog, you know, like you forget to, or the water the plant, then you know, the, you know, it's 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 much more traumatizing than if you forget to to water the plant, the plant. <laughs> right. So well, just. I haven't heard that. I, I might try that. <laughs> right, right. Everybody gets like a you know a little rose or something. We we got a fish. We and we killed that. So <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah shoot yeah they're not very robust. You know, a dog's a little bit more robust. So yeah. <laughs> so so going back to things. So what's the difference? What what do you feel like is the big difference that you you, you had to kind of uh, learn or overcome or or just in general for uh, the difference between kind of like the. Uh, the digital stuff that you were doing for church versus for versus business. I think that um, with church, at least for me, I was thinking more about what looks good and what's pretty and what's attractive yeah. and what's going to get people to maybe sign up for that camp or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then whenever so, I so started that's doing a conversion though, right. You know, getting somebody it is to sign a conversion. up for a camp. Yeah. Yeah. But I just didn't think of it that way. I just, right, I thought right. of it as like, I'm just trying to attract you. This is going to be the best camp ever. You've got to sign up for it. <laughs> you know, looking back, they were always, they were going to sign up anyway, you know, right. <laughs> that's probably true, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to make those videos. But then yeah. when I started doing business, I realized and learned that it doesn't necessarily matter how pretty your website is. I mean, I still focus heavily on design and I want it to look good. It needs to especially look good on a mobile device so that you can, you know, right navigate clearly through there but it doesn't really matter how pretty your website is if no one sees it and and and, mm -hmm. and for businesses it you have to be found when people are ready to buy right and so that was a completely different ball game right right there's a few components that i think are often often overlooked when it comes to websites and you know the importance of it or where the important really importance really lies you know i've mm -hmm. seen people pay twenty thousand dollars for a website that doesn't there's no way to get people there you know so they spend twenty thousand dollars for a very expensive business card you mm -hmm. know because a business card doesn't do much good just sitting on a desk you have to go out there and hand it to people yep. right so you, that's you right. gotta so yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's that's uh that's a i think a pretty keen insight but yeah i mean i, I think that uh especially with what you're trying to do to make it compelling for kids I mean, you, you, they want to see, you know, fun. They want to see the excitement. They want to see good quality, especially younger kids. I mean, you know, the kids, young adults, I mean, they're, they're all very uh, technologically, technologically inclined and kind of grew yeah. up in a, in a pretty, you know, uh, te you know, AV advanced world, I guess you could say. So, so I guess, yep. you know, that, that really honed a lot of skills there for you. Yeah, it sure did. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was, it was years ago that I did that. I, I, my kids now are going into youth ministry and I've, I visited his youth group and they're talking about Twitter and, and Snapchat and all these little hip things. And I'm like, man, I, I thought it was hard just to manage Facebook. Now you've got so many different TikToks and everything. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Do you, do you TikTok? Are you a TikToker? You know what? Because of COVID-19, I've been at home and I've been yeah. just kind of like dipping into it to see what it's all about. You know, the big digital marketing gurus are all saying that businesses need to get on there. Um, yeah. Because yeah. You can get, you can grow an audience quickly, but um, I'm still just watching. I'm just, I've, I've created an account so that I can watch. Right. Um, right. But it's very yeah. similar to Instagram, super similar to Instagram. Just yeah, it's not all that different. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I've got a few videos up there too. But yeah, we we probably both need to up our TikTok game, I guess. So <laughs> I need to get started. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let, let's just like dig right in, right? So there's there's so much so much activity online, and and we're we've got our phones connected to us on, online uh, all the time. We're always clicking through things. If we don't know something, we Google it to find the answers. Yeah, there's, there's, it's hard to pull ourselves away from the phone. So, I mean, how, how, how often do you think people are turning to digital resources to really find a local business? Oh, all the time. I mean, that's the only, <laughs> you wouldn't do anything else, right? If you have to find a business, the first thing you're going to do is go to Google, right? You're going to do yeah. a search on your phone. Um, I still think it's crazy that the yellow pages still delivers to our door. You know what I mean? Why do right, I, why do you right. give me this thing that I'm going to throw away? Save a rainforest. I, I don't, I don't even want to have to flip through the pages alphabetically. Um, 
And even if you don't know how to spell, as soon as you start typing into Google, Google just finishes it for you. So right. I would say that it's, it's, it's huge. The number of people, um, I, it's, it's, it's like unbelievable how many, I, I wish I remember the quote, but it was something I, I shared something the other day on Instagram. It said that 6,000 searches are happening every second, um, of every day. Wow. So, and, and that's for businesses. So, look, you know, with the near me search, looking for near me search. Just a near me search. Wow. I believe so. Yeah. I, I'm just throwing statistics out. You know, I may have made it up, but I, I, I remember yeah, seeing Yeah, I mean, 67% of statistics are made up on the spot. So, I mean. Let me know. just Google it real quick. Yeah, wait. <laughs> can you just Google it and find the answer real yeah. quick? Yeah. There we go. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> we could just do a Google search, live Google search right now. Just, just talk to your phone. Just tell it what you want to okay. find. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, how many live Google search? All right. Oh, you're not going to use the voice option. Oh, I guess I could have. I was being polite, or at least I thought I was. Google receives over sixty-three thousand searches per second on any given day. Sixty-three thousand. And and so I think the quote that I was sharing was something like six thousand, and that was for just for just, businesses. Yeah, just just local businesses looking for that near yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's uh, you're that's right. kind of crazy. You know, I, I do work with, with uh, you know, small businesses. You know, sometimes they don't quite have the budget, you know, to, to immediately jump into and, and build a website. And so, you know, there are some things that it can be done, you know, to, to generate some business. But ultimately, you know, you, you have to be working towards at least, you know, being able to put up some sort of digital presence, some sort of website, you know, something that's going to, to help people to, to better understand what you do. Uh, it, it really shouldn't be something that you kind of push off. I mean, I have seen, you know, some businesses that just kind of used uh, Facebook, you know, just as kind of their website. So they never actually really built uh, a <laughs> built their their own website. They just uh, I, I have seen some that are a little bit more savvy and at least get uh, a URL and redirect that URL to their Facebook page. And at least, you know, that's that's, you know, that's a something. Step. Yeah, that's a step. I actually saw Man. a car the other day, though. Um, that had the full Facebook URL. Oh my gosh! On the car. I mean, they they did like, the whole like decals and all that. So it was yeah, www.facebook.com forward slash their business name. I'm like, oh well, okay. <laughs> um, maybe I should at least call them and say, hey, at least like pay the twelve bucks and yeah. reforward a URL to your Facebook page. Just do yourself a favor. But they already paid exactly. for the the yeah. car uh decals so i guess that's long that's a like, lot of words <laughs> it, it was very just, small was i actually small. just met, recently got a client and, and and this is no nothing against this client he most most people will tell you i don't know i don't know anything about this and i don't want to you know i don't want to know right. about facebook and digital marketing but when you sign up for your google my business account that's your map listing for your business google yeah. will always give you a hundred dollars for free of advertising so yeah. you know Test us out, hundred dollars free Google Ads, and so this particular client had had said, "Yeah, why not? Yeah," and signed up for it, but didn't have a website, so pushed those ads to Facebook. Oh. So he's paying for Google Ads. When they clicked on it, it would just go over to Facebook, and of course, he wasn't getting any leads. And everyone knows that as soon as you get on Facebook, you're going to spend the next forty-five minutes forgetting what it was that you were there in the first place for. Right? That is so, the challenge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, so I just recently took that away, got him a website, put him a landing page, driving right. it. Now we're drive ads to there. But, right, right. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Cause I think, uh, I think back in 2005, you had about 12 seconds for the average attention span. But I think by like 2018, 2019, I think the more, most recent research says that we're down to about eight seconds of the average attention span. So as soon as somebody gets on Facebook, it's like, oh, hey, look at all these missed alerts. Now I got to go look at those. And then maybe I'll yep. remember to go back and look at your page. So yeah, I, I, right. I hear you. So I heard a quote once that said, if, you, if you've got five minutes to kill, Facebook's a great place to spend 45 minutes. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah, you know, sometimes because you know you're you get in that habit of picking up the phone. I I I know that I do that as well, and so I you know whenever I want to sit down and focus, I'll either turn my phone off or put it somewhere where it's out of reach, where I know I can't be distracted by it. You know, because I know that right. you know, Facebook yeah. or something like that, my ding, it'll flash, it'll make the phone vibrate or something like that, or you know, 
Samsung does have a nice focus assist program that, that allows me to also, I can just focus on the specific app. So that's nice. But um, going into the, the, the meat, meat and potatoes, what you know, people are here for, like, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about these websites, okay? Mm-hmm. So it, w- there's landing pages and squeeze pages and just a general home page. And there's all these pages in a sure. website, right? So maybe, maybe it would help them a little bit if we, uh, we kind of told them a little bit of a difference, first of all. Uh, and then we can maybe get into really what, what what are some key components when they're putting together kind of their website? What do they need to think about? So first of all, um, you know, I'll, I'll let I'll let you I'll let you hit up on that. So what's the difference between like the, the home page and like the general website pages versus like a landing page versus the squeeze page? Yeah. So I would say the difference between a website and like a landing page or a squeeze page would be first the, a website is like a complete package. It's it's generally four to six pages where you have a home page and then you've got a couple of other, you know, about us contact. And then I tell contractors they need to have service pages. So let's say for instance, you're a landscaper and you um, have different services that you offer mowing, um, hardscapes, tree trimming. And so on that homepage, do you want to put that, you know, we got mowing, we got hardscape, we got landscaping. And when they click on that, that's an internal link that leads to these other pages. So that's a full website. And the homepage just has everything about all their services in a nutshell to help them with that. The difference between that and a landing page is a landing page is a place where you, you, you can think of it as a place where people land so if you're advertising on Facebook or Google or even just sharing a social media post, you want to think about where they're going to land and do they really want to land on your, do you really want them to land on your homepage where there's all kinds of options? You'd rather them land on a very, a very specific page that's giving them specifically what they want. Right. So for instance, with a Google ad or a Facebook ad, if you throw an ad out there saying, we're the best um, hardscape company in St. Louis click to learn more when they click, you don't want to take them to your homepage where you talk about all those other things that you do. You want to land them on a landing page where they're kind of focused to, to, to have a call to action. You, right. you clicked here because you're interested in landscape and hardscapes. Here's some information about our hardscapes. If you want a discount click now. So they're really kind of like in a funnel, they landed here and then they move down to a call to action. So then, so they're not distracted like you, you know, like we talked about Facebook. Right. Well, uh, and, and I think that that's key too. you know, that people, don't, I, I've seen it a lot of times where just kind of people will have the ad, but it'll take them to the general website and, and people are lost. And so about that, that, yeah. now do you typically, you know, recommend folks, you know, build the landing page as a part of their, their site or what about like a lot of those uh, landing page tools, landing page tools, yeah, yeah, okay. like uh, you know, lead pages and uh, you know all those. Well, I mean, it, I guess it just depends on what you're what you're comfortable with and what you're good at. Yeah. I would I would think from the way we do it is we try to put it all on their website, and the reason why is because if you're driving traffic anywhere, you want to drive that traffic to your website. It increases your SEO. It increases your you know Google sees look more people are coming to this site, so it must be a good site. If you're paying money to push them somewhere else, it almost seems counterintuitive. Although in some situations you'll need to do that if you don't have a very good website or you know you don't have one at all, you need a landing right, page. Right. Yeah. Lead pages and funnels, click funnels or whatever. It's a good. I think it's a perfectly fine place to to start. You know, especially if uh, if you've got kind of like multiple steps that you want to kind of bring people through. I think is typically. Um, kind of where it might work or if somebody's wanting to throw up a lot of different uh, uh, squeeze pages or something to try a lot of different things out. Sometimes that can be helpful as well um, from what I've seen working with folks. So yeah. Um, What was that? Split testing and all of that is, 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 is helpful in in those kinds of platforms. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to uh, like digital marketing, um, I think you you were mentioning before about like there's kind of like four main things that you always advise people to to at least get start with and or at least work towards and and getting the the basics. What are yeah. what are those four main things? Yeah, I would say the four foundational things that every business needs if they want a good online presence or just a basic mar- you know marketing campaign would be first their website. Um, because everything leads to their website. Um, mm-hmm. All their other social media, et cetera, is going to eventually lead to the website. So they need a good website. Yeah. And then second, secondly, I'd say they need, because lo- they're a brick and mortar business, they need local SEO. 
which mm. would be Google My Business, as well as just building out those other citations on Apple and Bing and et cetera. But then really optimize the Google My Business and get a ton of reviews, as many as you can, 50 to 100 reviews, I would recommend. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, ask your grandma, ask your mom, ask your friends, ask your, <laughs> your business board, just ask everybody to leave a review. That will help get you on maps. And a lot of people are searching on, not only do they use maps to search for businesses, but Google just throws that map on that first page when people are looking you know, for businesses near them. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing I would say is, I, I really think pay-per-click advertising is good for, for um, business owners, particularly mm-hmm. contractors. And that's one way to get on the first page of Google almost overnight. And so you know, SEO is, 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 is a, it, it takes, it's a marathon. It takes a lot of time and a lot of work. Yeah. But um, with pay-per-clicks, you can get there. It's a sprint. You can get there today and, and start getting leads. And with that, you're starting to drive traffic to that website. That website starts to grow. And you can collect a lot of data. You can learn about your, you know, the, the demographics, et cetera, of the people who are coming. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what, what I say. So a website first and then, <laughs> right. um, and, uh, local, is it pay-per-click? Local, local SEO. Local SEO. Second. Yeah. Pay-per-click is, is great. And I recommend driving that because that's what you need. You need money and that's going to get you the money. And then lastly, I think a great video. I mean, we live in the video world. Everyone, everyone is just addicted to video. I guess I, mm-hmm. I can spend hours on YouTube, tell you the truth. I'll confess to that. Yeah. Um, and so people love video. So if you've got a nice quality video on your website, on your social media, you could take that video and put it everywhere, but it's just really going to, I'll tell you, if I go to a website, that's the first thing I'm looking for. Just, just give me 20, 30 second explanation of what you're offering. That's and great. That's great. They do that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, a, a lot of people want to see it. They, they just mm-hmm. want to see what's going on. Actually, one of my chiropractic clients, uh, we've put out a series of videos that uh, shows even with the, the COVID-19 stuff, we put some stuff yeah. out in terms of like the steps that they're taking just to show people because people are visual, you know, just putting out there like, this is what we're doing is just not enough in the list. You know, you, you, you really need to give people an ability to see it. And then uh, also um, even just being able to show the, uh, the actual adjustments and just kind of showing the work that you do. And, and people just, people love to see that. Like it's, it's different whenever it's like, Oh yeah, well this is the list of the things that we do. And yeah. It, you yeah. know, that's great. But whenever, whenever people see it, they just engage. And mm-hmm. it's interesting too. And, and, and I'm sure you know this too, and I'm sure you, you, you tell your clients this, but Whenever, whenever we see a face, a human face, and it's talking right. to us and interacting with us or, or seemingly to interact with us, even yeah, though yeah. we might not be talking back, it instantly starts to build that relationship with them. Just, I mean, almost like they were sitting right there across from you. But yeah. the more that people see that, they still they build a relationship with you, their team. Oh, yeah, I know him. I saw him in the video, especially if he right. comes over to my house and does some work. So yeah, it's it's very, very powerful to to just immediately help people to, to just, to just start yeah. engaging, you know, they, they feel like they're kind of a part of it. They, they, they feel like they understand it better. And then the subconscious. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. And I was going to say the same thing, actually. I mean, we are used, I think as a, you know, a human species, we're used to this talking head thing. We see it all the time. And yeah. um, when, when a business has the owner or, or some friendly face talking to, you know, the potential customer, it immediately makes you feel like these are real people and these are people I can trust. At least I can see them. I think it's right, important. Right. That's why Facebook is called Facebook because it's all about faces. We want right. to see faces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes a lot into that, that trust component. You know, when, I want to look somebody in the eye Yeah, and, and yeah. you can kind of tell if there's somebody that's sincere when they're talking or, you know, if they're <laughs> seemingly, you know, somebody that you want to deal with, right? <laughs> <laughs> What about would you say kind of in all that too? How does how does social media play a role in that digital presence? Do you feel? Well, I mean, social media, of course, is important. Anyone would be foolish to say it's not. It's huge, but um, it just depends. I would say social media depends on what kind of business you have. So, mm-hmm. if you, um, I mean, I think everyone should be doing social media. First, first and foremost, it does send out social signals and Google sees those and knows that you're a real live legitimate person who's actually doing things. And so that's important to you. So you do want to be involved. 
Um, yeah. But I would I would also advise, and I advise c- contractors, you know, be careful how much time you spend there because it's not actually going to get you immediate results. It, it's it's again, it's a long term goal, um, but. Man, you could spend hours and hours and hours. I spent hours, you know, this morning creating uh, seven posts for Instagram. And I just could not believe how long it took me to create these seven pictures and then write these little captions and then schedule them out for the week. And I was like, gosh, I'm not going to do this every week. I'm, I'm either going to have to get faster or, or not do it anymore. Right. And in the end, all that's really doing is letting people know that I exist. It's kind of showing people that I'm here. That's good. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not necessarily going to have a result this week. I hope it right. does. Right. Yeah. A lot of the times, especially if you don't have any sort of audience, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to really be able to start building some sort of audience, get some traction on the page. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise you're going to have to almost immediately start putting some money into, you know, getting yep. the ads just so people will see it. Cause that's the thing. Like yeah. you, I mean, it, it's hard to get any visibility on a page anyway, if, especially if you don't have any sort of track record of any sort of interaction, like you have to build that up because it just won't be seen. I mean, it goes back to, to, you know, seeing is believing. And I mean, you, if it, they won't believe if they don't see it. I mean, they won't even believe a, a, a list of whatever it is that you're talking about or verb. It, they, they won't see it. There's so, just so uh, much, there's so much white noise, you know, like yeah. we said, you get so distracted, you can be there for 10 minutes and, and hit the refresh button and it's all, it's completely new information. Right. Um, so I, I heard recently that, that, that Facebook's engagement rate on business pages is something like 3%. So even yeah. if you had a hundred followers and you posted something, maybe only 3% of those 100 followers see your post right. um, on average. Yeah. And you really have to pay money. You have to put money behind. Facebook wants you to pay to play. Yeah. And if you're going to pay to play, um, Facebook can be great. I think if you're selling something that people don't know they need, like mm-hmm. for instance, I have a client who does radon mitigation. Well, a lot of people aren't thinking about radon. And so I think it's a good place to get in front of them. Hey, you know what? Radon can kill you. It's like smoking cigarettes, you know, and your kids play in the basement next to that, you know, sump pump. They're, they're, they might be breathing radon, get a test. That is something I think would be great on Facebook because if you see it, you're like, okay, you feel guilty. You feel like as a parent, I have a responsibility right, to at least right. get that test. But if you're sitting at home, you're, not that many people are going to be thinking, you know, I think I'm going to Google radon right now. You know, people aren't thinking about that. Right. However, on the flip side, if you're a roofing company, most people I don't think are going to pay attention to your Facebook ad about you know, we're the best roofing company in town, but when the roof starts leaking, they're going to go to Google and they're going to search for a roofer. And so yeah. I think it just depends on your, depends on what kind of business you have. If you have a, if you have an emergency service business, I think Google's the best place to be. If you have a, I always tell people, if you have a product that people don't know they want, Facebook's great. If you have mm-hmm. a product that you know people want, Google's better because they're, mm-hmm. they're going to go there and they're going to search. Especially when they want it like right now. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause there's that buyer's journey, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, they start with some sort of goal or, or maybe it's a, a, a pain point, right? Something that the goal is to get rid of something. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and then they, the next stage is that they become kind of aware that there's something out there that's going to help them achieve that goal or get rid of that pain point. And then, and then they start looking at the benefits and then they start realizing they've got some objections like, Oh my gosh, this might kill me. You know, a little, a little part of that <laughs> lizard brain back there, that fight or flight, you know, kicks in and, yeah. uh, and then they, and then once they get through all that and they've done like a minimum amount of research to be like, okay, I'm good with this. Then they'll get into that, that vendor selection and another friend mm-hmm. they look at they're Googling, okay, I want this, I need this. Right. You know, and, and sometimes it can happen a lot faster, especially when like your basement's flooded you're like, okay, yeah, I need somebody right now. To- right. <laughs> it stinks. Yeah. Right. Right. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, uh, especially if, if you're not going to put any money into, to, to social media, if you're going to build it up, social media is great. I think for bringing people along that buyer's journey, you know, mm-hmm. and, and helping them to understand why they need it and following and learning and liking. And, and, and maybe if there's something that you can get into, you know, people into some sort of like preventative, preventative, regular or something like that. But that goes into the, like helping people to understand like why they need it. They don't know that they need it. So you're, mm-hmm. you're able to educate them and bring them along that. But yeah, when yeah. it's, when it's like, I need it right now, then Yeah. You, you, you bring up a great point with that. Right. 
But if you if you've got the budget for it and you really want to go after it as a business entrepreneur, I think you should be in both places. Yes. Uh, Grant, uh, yeah. Grant Grant Cordon, an author I like to re- listen to and read, he he says your biggest uh, hurdle is obscurity. People yeah. don't know who you are or where you are. You can have the best product and the cheapest price, but if no one knows you, you're, you're not going to sell it. So you need right. to do billboards, web design, you know. <laughs> Google ads, Facebook ads, YouTube videos, you need to be everywhere in order yeah. for people to you know, jump over that obscurity hurdle. Right. And I think right. that's true. Yeah. If you can afford it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I try to help people to, to understand that that, that kind of stuff is, is kind of an ultimate goal, right? You know, once we get there and you've got the cash flow and we, we have really defined your target market, we know what, what interests them. We know how to get them to act. Yeah. Um, but, but ultimately, you know, we have to, we have to build up with that, you know, it's typically not a good idea to just to build a business and start, start throwing out billboards, you know, cause right. you'll, you'll waste a lot of money and, and people will drive right by it. You know, you, you know, they're, they're great for if you've got a lot more money or you know, a lot of money to throw into it because that's, that's branding. It's the difference between branding and direct response marketing. I mean, when you're talking about Google ads, that's, that's pretty much direct response. You yeah, know, cause right. it's like, you've got a thing, I need it now. And so I'm going to act, but you know, just putting your name out there and a, and a, and a picture of you smiling with your thumbs up, um, which you'll see my face down on 40 here, you know, pretty soon like that, just, just because it's fun, right? With the, well, I guess with the, the blip, key, uh, uh, billboards, you know, you can, you can kind of affordably do that these days. Uh, really? if you just, yeah, yeah. But it like, it'll only be up for a second, you know, like once a week, yeah. but yeah, you could do it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> it'll be up at like 3 a.m., you know, and, and, you know, so somebody might see your face at that, for that moment, 3 a.m. once a week. We know but when you, you think about the big, the big businesses, you know, like these right. big HVAC companies and these big roofing companies that advertise during the Cardinals baseball game and stuff. They right. also have billboards and trucks and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's great. Like I said, if you can afford it, I think the reason why I like Google ads is because I have had huge success with it for smaller to mid-sized businesses. This yeah. is the, this is the first step, get a website, get on Google, my business and throw some ads out there and start growing your business. And then once you're bigger, you can go buy billboards and big old commercials on, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> during the blue yeah. game. Well, absolutely. Cause if you haven't gained any traction, with something like Google ads or maybe even Facebook ads, especially these days, or, or, you know, any of that, then there's a good chance that your messaging's off. Like you, 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 you're putting stuff out there that people just don't care about. It's not, it's just not (laughs) connecting with them, you know? And so (laughs) my my kids, my kids, my oldest son and I, he, we, I played this game with him about three years ago and we were driving by and I just made this comment. I'm like, that is a horrible billboard. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like why and i'm like first of all i couldn't read it you know the font was so small and so right. ugly second of all i have no idea what that's a picture of and and i still don't even know what's a picture of and then so yeah. he said this is fun let's play this game <laughs> and so every time we pass by billboards we're critiquing these billboards and it's amazing how people drop a lot of coin on billboards that aren't even readable you know yeah yeah, I, uh, well, and there was one here, uh, actually, just in, I think it was near O'Fallon, Missouri. And it was just a picture of a guy, you know, like leaning back with his feet up. And I, I don't know if there were words on there. Maybe it was just, you know, maybe maybe it was just somebody having fun who had money to spend and they just wanted to, you know, just put yeah. the picture up on a billboard. Maybe that was always a goal because, you know, I was, I was thinking about doing something similar just, just for fun. But, but, uh, but I'm like, if you're trying were to. You, are you serious? Were you really serious about doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe just me, no, no words, nothing like that. And then just have a picture of me just with my thumbs up. Hey, I've seen you around. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your face from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I hate to, you know, beat a dead horse, but I think that's why I like digital marketing is because digital marketing happens right then and right there. Like if I see an ad on Facebook, I'm either going to click or I'm not. Whereas if right. you see one on the road, you're just driving right by, you're just driving right by. You have well, to yeah. remember, it has to be very memorable. It has to be very memorable and has an, have an easy way for somebody to engage. I mean, yep. do you really have time to write down a phone number? Yeah. I think that in the future, and if, if I were really slick, I would invent this. I think it's probably already getting invented. But, you know, there's probably going to be some like near radiation, whatever they call it, where your phone is near something and it picks up a, an yeah. alert. 
you know, when you drive past a billboard, it would just pop up on your screen, you know, a coupon or something or on your phone. And you're like, oh, wow. So then you could take action because that billboard is there. And then your phone just lit up and said, but then that would be really annoying. And you'd have to pay for ad blockers and who knows what's going to happen. But I do think it's the future. I saw this uh, dystopian video uh, and it was a couple of years ago that it came out. But there's actually also a movie on on uh, Netflix and I can't remember the name of it offhand. Um, but basically like, you know, you've got like contact lenses that are, that yes. are augmented reality. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, what, what would happen though, is you'd walk down the street and as you were walking down the street, you know, you would see all this stuff by every store, by every person, by anything that, yeah, by the, right. the cars that drive by, you know, it'd always be blipping up, mm-hmm. you know, so you'd always be seeing all these ads all the time everywhere. And it was just like so much noise that like. It's just like Blade Runner or something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. I think I saw that movie. There's a couple of Netflix movies about that. Yeah, yeah. That that, that one was, uh, I guess, where they uh, somebody was able to augment, you know, even what somebody was seeing. And anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it's a fun movie. But yeah, that dystopian video about like just all the noise that they would see, see walking down the street. I mean, that's probably the future. I mean, Elon Musk wants to put a direct link into our brains, you know, just kind of like the matrix that, that'll even be past the, the contact lenses aside from the abuse, I suppose. Aside from what might happen. And now we're uh, just scared everybody. No, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting all my ads and I'm moving off to a farm and, and turn off the internet. That, that I, I think that we totally backfired here, Mike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but, but that's true. And in, it's so important to have analytics. And, and I think that that's a big gap that, that a lot of business owners have, have missed in the past. And they continue to miss is, is like how, measuring the ROI of your marketing. A lot of times they don't think about it. They, they'll even pump money into their ads or, or you know, wherever they're going to put it into any of their marketing. But they don't take the time to figure out how am I going to track it. And they don't take the time to actually look at it and, and figure right. out, okay, what can I do? You know, you actually even mentioned a, a little uh, uh, word of the a nomenclature. You know, split testing. A lot of people don't know what necessarily what split testing is. So, yeah. explain what 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 split testing is to to everybody, please. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, um, so split testing is again, if you're driving ads from social or Google to your website, yeah, you would create in a sense two different versions of that same landing page mm-hmm. that will automatically decide which one to show. So sometimes it'll show yeah. A, sometimes it'll show B. And A may just have, you know, a more direct click now, don't waste time. You, you know, if you don't click, click you're stupid, you right? right? Yeah. <laughs> and then B might be, you know, with blue buttons and a little more subtle and la la la. And then you just you let this thing run its course. All this traffic comes to your website. The the you know, WordPress or ClickFunnels or whatever decides which ones to show A or B, A or B, A or B. And then it gives you information at the end. Mm-hmm. As often as we showed A, people actually took action here. And as often yeah. as we showed B, this many people took action. And then you can say B works. You throw away A and you just run with B. Now mm-hmm. your money that you're spending is even more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know that it's going to convert. <laughs> yes. And yeah. then you might split test again, you know, now you have B and C and you're going to see which one of those works better. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's a powerful tool. You know, a lot of people too, whenever they go and, and they go and they start marketing, whether it's direct mail or whether it's, I mean, heck, even networking groups, right? You talked about a networking group. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will just, you know, spend a lot of money on something and just, okay, well, I hope this works. I've heard that it's worked for some people. Yeah, yeah. But you know you have to find the right places for it, and and you have to test it a little bit, and your messaging with it, and and all that, you know. So you know, even with like direct mail, I've seen a lot of times where people just put stuff out that's kind of lazy marketing, you know. That's basically, oh, we're a home homegrown business and locally owned, and and they they put that out in direct mail, and they spend five thousand dollars blasting it out. Well, they've never taken the time to actually test if that's going to be a message that's going to get invited to, to respond. Yep. You know, it's like, take some time and you can do that very well with Google ads or, or any of those, you know, the, the, any of these digital marketing uh, platforms. Uh, if, if you just put a little bit out, test it yeah. out, see what works, do the split testing, see if this message is more compelling than this message. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you, you run with what's more compelling and then you can test that, that, 
that, that message and see if it works in other platforms as well. Right. So I think you bring up a great point there. Um, well, and then you know, also, um, yeah, just to jump in, I was gonna say retargeting is another mm. like tool that you can use with digital marketing. So read let's say you ran a Google ad. What was that? Said you read my mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so good. let's say you ran. I mean, this is this is that's this is where the money is. If, if you yeah. run an ad to Google from Google to your website, but you also put Facebook's pixel or tracking code on your website. Yeah. Now you're, you're pushing traffic. Let's say you just push 200 people to your website this month. Facebook tracks all that, you know, tracks all mm -hmm. these little cookies, if you will, or whatever. And yeah. then now you can come over to Facebook and run an ad and just show it to those people. Just though, and you've seen it. If you've stopped for shoes and then you go to Facebook, next thing you know, yes. shoes are popping up everywhere. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I shopped for a, a gun safe the other day. I was like, I just mm. need to get a gun safe. I've got all these, you know, grandpa's giving me these guns and I don't want my kids to get a hold of them. And, and so I was Googling everywhere I go now, you see gun safes and I'm like, Oh gosh, now I don't even want to buy one. Right. But, <laughs> but, but he will buy business, one folks though. He's keeping his family safe. Just so you know, that's right. Yes. No, I got no negative box. comments. <laughs> uh, but all that to say is that's powerful stuff to, to, to get over that hurdle of obscurity. So let's say that someone does look for a roofer and click on your link. And like you were saying about that buyer's journey, they weren't ready to buy yet right. tonight. And so they backed out, but then they went to Facebook and now your ad is showing and they start to subliminally feel like, man, I see this business everywhere. They must be really good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to at least give them a call. And yeah. then your audience will continue to grow. You're, you know, you've running these campaigns for six months now, and that Facebook pixel audience just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, whenever you have something to say, you know that you want to say it to these people, not just to random demographics. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Powerful. And absolutely. You know, we I talk about drip campaigns uh, with uh, with clients, and we you know, we create drip campaigns. A lot of times, that's kind of through email. Um, you know, I, I, powerful drip campaigns can also include other, you know, physical mail, phone calls and right. But, mm -hmm. but with mm -hmm. the, the retargeting that you can do, that's kind of like the, the more modernized version, if you will. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a new way, if you will, to be able to do that drip marketing. You know, you, you put something out there that, you know, people have gotten interested in and they've gone to a certain page or it shows that they're interested in that. And then you can retarget based on that and just show those people that message and, and use your money so much more wisely, yeah. so much more efficiently. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Well, I feel like when I hear stuff like this, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that Budweiser does or yeah. Nike, you know what I mean? But it's gotten to the place where the small business owner can do it nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, you know, if, for anybody who's out there and they've got anybody who's managing their Facebook or they're doing it themselves, start looking at retargeting now. And uh, it, so what, what I typically do when I work with folks is I help them to identify those steps along those buyers journey, along that buyer's journey. And mm -hmm. I help them identify some of those earlier indicators that somebody might be interested, you know, like maybe somebody yeah. who's, you know, buying a new home or something like that, they might eventually need some remodeling services or something like that. Or, or, you know, so, so if you can, target based on some of those earlier indicators and start putting out some, some compelling content that, that might interest them, you know, maybe, I mean, just as this is just for the sake of an example, but you know, even if you're a contractor and, and you're, you know, doing home renovation, but you know that somebody's buying a home, you know, you could, you could potentially put out, you know, 10, you know, the, the 10, uh, 10 things to look for when buying a new home that uh, will, will prevent you from getting a you know, money trap or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, you can, you can put that out there and, and hopefully grab their attention and then you could maybe retarget cause now you know that they're a home buyer and they're interested in that sort of stuff and, uh, mm -hmm. continue to, to drip on them and retarget. Um, hmm. so, so that can be really, kinds of different things. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do a That's lot, cool. a lot with that. Yeah. So you can hit them, you can hit them with the, the drip emails. You can hit them with the, the, uh, the, the Google ads and the Facebook ads and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So now I know that there's also like, you, you're telling me that there are 10 main principles that you want to hit upon with Google ads or why they're beneficial for you. Right. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know like one of them you talked about was, was buyer intent. I think we hit upon that already. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. And, uh, because, because somebody, somebody, when they're Googling, Right. They're yeah. hitting the, uh, they're, they're, they're hitting the, the Google and, and they're typing something in. 
they're they're typically looking for that thing pretty much right now or or very very soon, right? And so they you've got that buying intent, right? Yeah, and and Google statistics say that sixty, I think it's sixty four percent of people who are who actually have a buyer's intent mm-hmm. um, click on Google Ads. 50 times more than they would on Google organic. And so if you've got an ad showing up there and you know, those ads are those first three or four, you know, listings. Yeah. You're actually looking to buy something when there's an ad, you'll click on it. And a lot of people think I don't click on those ads. Well, if you're really in the mood to buy something, then you will. And statistics reveal that 64% of people click when they have buyer intent, which is, very important for, say, a contractor who right. wants to sell things to people who have an intent to buy. <laughs> right, right. That's well, and that's huge, too, because, you know, it, it's a, that, that direct response idea, too, because, uh, you know, it, it's those people who are in that vendor selection phase or pretty close to it. And, uh, and if you pop up at the top and they click on it, which, I mean, I, I know that I'll, I will click on an ad up at the top before I go to page seven. You know, oh, in Google. Go page two. Yeah. <laughs> I, page I don't think two. I've ever been to page two. I don't know what it even looks like. <laughs> right, right. Is there a page two? I, I think page I two. I just is a always lot. research something different if I don't get what right. I want in the first page. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That, that's powerful. I mean, I'll click on ads. Of course, yeah. I even sometimes, you know, will be lazy and click on an ad. So if I, if I like, let's say I, I, I have a, an account on something and uh, like, like, you know, Zoho, Zoho is the CRM I use. So, yeah. you know, if I, if I'm trying to get to like Zoho and I just happen to be I know where you're going with this, yeah. lazy and it's popping up on an ad, I'm like, Oh, I need to go there anyway. And I'll click on the ad and you know, Zoho's they just get like, charged. I do yeah. it too, because I know that they get charged for it, but don't do it to me. Okay. So if you're right, trying right. to go to my website, <laughs> just, just go down to the bottom. Don't click lazy. on the ad. Dang it. Could be lazy. Yeah. Right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we hit, um, we, so that was another component. So like guaranteed first page results. I mean, you're going to be at the top every time or, or one of the top few, whenever Absolutely. you have ads, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, you won't be at the top of every search depending on how much money that you're spending, but when somebody sees you, you know, you'll, you'll be up at the top, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, 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 I've done lots of these ads for, for contractors and for, I mean, I did one for a dietitian recently within a day, she got a lead, she got a call because yeah. people were boom, there she is. There's no other, there's not that many other dietitians out there. So she was right. She was right. There. Right. Absolutely. So there's instant and, results. You can start getting leads this month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, we already hit upon retargeting, but it, it, even before you get to retargeting, you can be very targeted with it. Like, when you direct mail, there's some services that are actually better yeah. at targeting these days with direct mail, but it's still okay. not quite as good of data as oh. as the digital marketing, right? So, so uh, yeah, like when you do direct mail, you just got to choose a zip code or a postal region. Um, but with any kind of digital advertising, you can you can narrow it down to interests, to demographics, to a median income and to yeah. specific cities. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I'm not just in, in defense of some of those direct mail folks out there. There's some folks who, there are some systems that do have some more of the demographics, right. You know, but, but you know, it's, it's not necessarily as up to date probably as, as you know, the, the digital marketing for sure. I don't so. know. I don't, I've never tried those. I just remember whenever I was a church uh, pastor and we were trying to, you know, door knockers and, and right, drag right. Mail stuff and golly, there's so many thousands of houses out there and you'll hit them right. all. Right. Um, right. But yeah. you got to hit them like, a, you got to hit them more than once. You got to do yeah. it. I think you got to do it lots. Well, you have to retarget, right? Yeah. 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 Hit them multiple times. I don't think there's anything, I don't have anything against it. Um, yeah. Except for I'm tired of throwing away all my stuff that I get in the mail. It's like, come on, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. You have to have a pretty compelling offer with that. But uh, so, yeah, and, and cost effective too. You're talking about how, how cost comes into there because, you know, you can, you can really control how much, well, and that goes into control as well, but because I know you made mention that, but, and we talked a little bit about how easy it is to control, turn it on and off and all that, but, but cost effectiveness Especially if you're like, even when we're talking about just trying it out a message, you know, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to see if you can at least get some traction with something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. It's, it's cost effective because you're only paying for the clicks. Right. So if right. you, if you put your name and I recommend doing this, if you're going to run your own ads, put your name real big, you know, you can't do, you can't do all caps, but just put your name on that front headline. So you yeah. might say need a new roof. 
you know, comma, big time roofing, you know, so that way you're getting brand recognition for free unless they click on it. If they click on it, then you got charged. But if they don't click on it, they just saw your name and scrolled down. At least you got that brand recognition. Right. Like for- right. Oh yeah. That's, that's kind of like almost guerrilla marketing like, right. You know, it's just, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't even think we said the name of your company. What's the name of your company? Silverback, Silverback right. web and marketing. Yeah. Oh geez. I can't believe we didn't do that. Yeah. Silverback. So yeah. yeah. You're a fan of that guerrilla marketing, huh? Well, you know, um, I, I just, it was just quite honestly, I chose the silver bag because I wanted to target contractors and I felt like the gorilla, my wife, whenever I do, cause I'm a do it yourself guy. So I've, I've built all my furniture and I've, and I do, but whenever I work like that, my wife says, you're in your gorilla mode, which means get out of his way. He's, you know, got tools in his hands. And so <laughs> I thought that's, I should go with a gorilla. And I looked at the word gorilla marketing, you know, cause there's a pun there. Um, right. But I like the, I like the silverback. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, we're, uh, we're buttoning up on the time. So, um, so now you, everybody knows the, the name of your company. Cause I, was, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't hit that in the beginning. So what about your website? How, how do people find you? you um, I, you know, I need to get one. You know, a guy, yeah, my, <laughs> our, my website is silverbackweb.com. And in Good. fact, you can find me anywhere on any socials, YouTube, whatever, just by typing in the word Silverback Web and I'll pop up. All right. Awesome. Awesome. And what about calling or emailing? You got you got a phone number or email address you want to throw out there? Either um, one or none of them. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Phone number is 636-233-4722. And uh, the email is mike at silverbackweb.com. Oh, that's pretty clean and simple right there. Try All right. Less friction, the better. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you so much only, for being on on today. Only, Appreciate it. If only my phone number was one eight hundred get the gorilla or something like right, that. Right, get the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. You have to invest in that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, and again, my name is Matt Barbie, and and I'm the the founder of uh, Time for Success. And what we do is we help business owners with the systems that they need to to create the foundations for a business that's going to Give them their time back. You know, great people who take responsibility, uh, great sales and marketing plans so that they can actually, you know, train their teams and and help lift them up and empower them. And as well as, uh, you know, what it takes in terms of financial management. How do you how do you look at the numbers to know when you're being successful? How do you you know do the analytics <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to make yeah. good decisions uh, for your business, informed decisions rather than just going from the gut? So uh, if you want a business that can give you the life that you and your family dream of, please feel free to reach out 314-441-5423 or just reach me at matt at mattbarbie.com. Thanks. Thanks again, Mike. Thanks for having me.